Welcome to the things we don't want to talk about. A podcast for the voice for the unheard, hope for the hopeless, and the it to keep you pushing through life authentically, unapologetically, while being true to yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the things we do not want to talk about. I'm so excited to be back in the studio. I haven't been in like a couple weeks to record. I try to always do a break um, between like that fifth episode and the sixth episode because we only have 10 throughout the season. So I wanted to feel like a break and then I do the last five. So this episode will be coming out on the 15th um, of July for this month. So when I was thinking about what's a good segue to go into like the other half or like this quarter mark, I was thinking about um, a topic that my therapist had brought to me. And it's funny how it's really been relating to the different experiences I've been having in life lately. So this one would be the theme of perfectionism and overstimulation. So as you all know, I talked about it before um, in month, well, the month of May, um, Mental Health Awareness Month. And I told you all I was diagnosed with OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. And I have been in therapy since then. And my particular theme that I struggle with is just right and perfectionism OCD, which is exactly what you would think it is, but to a heightened level um, in a more intensified level than the regular normal person with a normal mental temperament. Um, so a few of the things that I was, um, my therapist was talking about was like just the fact of me always having to do things a certain way, um, me having to do things through rituals and then having compulsions and having different obsessives. So like obsessives and compulsions are the things that I have to do in order to make sure that I'm doing things just right and to also assure myself with my OCD. And when you have OCD, you have things that you have to do to get your own self-assurance and then you have things that you would do um, to get the reassurance from others. So it's pretty trifold and it has many layers. Um, so like I said, how I got on this topic and the different things we were going over. So as we were preparing for, and I've been in therapy and the type of therapy that I'm in um, is an exposure response therapy. And I'm in it twice a week. So during the things we go over the different rituals I'm doing, the different things I'm compulsing over and the things I would like to fix. So before I like dive into it, like on a general view of how like I'm seeing it and we're seeing it as a society and lots of people, y'all know I like to give you all um, a personal example. So for me, for years, probably about over two or three years now, I was sleeping with lip gloss on every single day and night um, and I will wear perfume every single night right I'm getting out the clean shower I've washed up I'm smelling good right a natural scent of soap I still have to put on perfume every single night I didn't go to sleep without perfume um, when it came to lip gloss I had on lip gloss every single night I woke up put on lip gloss people would call me lip gloss on no matter what and I would tell myself and this is what I thought was truth at the moment like no I don't want my lips to get chapped because when they get chapped you know then they'll start to peel they won't be as cute yes I'm a little vain about that um or things like that but then when my therapist asked me she said hey, Kinga, how come you just don't wear chapstick I said, wear chapstick. I'm, I'm not wearing that. Like, chapstick is not cute. My lips are not glossy. Like, why would I ever put on chapstick? And as I was talking, I was thinking out loud as I was talking, I'm like, wow, that's because it's not about the fact that I want my lips to be actually moisturized. I want to create a look, right? And a look of perfection of always being put together no matter what. And implicitly, that's what I was doing. So I was putting on perfume just so I could always smell my best. Keep in mind, I live alone. Regardless, if I was thinking that day, it wouldn't matter because only I smell it. But I became so addicted to always wanting to be perfect, always wanting to make sure things are in line that I was and I still am and I'm getting better, but I exhaust myself. And I'm starting to see that a lot in society just as a whole. 
And when she said it and we were breaking down these different things, she was like, maybe that's something you should talk about on the podcast, you know? And when she said it, I'm like, wow. You know, she's like, yeah, everybody doesn't have OCD, but we're starting to deal with that more and more of this idea of everything being so perfect. And it's like overstimulation of us looking at perfect people. And they're not even perfect people. They just put out a perfect visual for you to see that we're thinking that it's reality. And when she said, I'm like, dang, that's a good one, girl. I like that. So as I was thinking about and preparing for it today, I'm like, we have to get out of this theme of perfection. And this goes beyond an OCD. And I know people with OCD feel it most, but we have to get out of this idea and this way of thinking that everything is perfect, right? Um, everybody love to praise money in the capitalistic society and the capitalism that's in all of us, even if it's a little bit. Everything we do, these rich people that we love, um, these rich things that we think make us look rich, they all came about through some type of failure, right? And through some type of thing that people had to go through to get here and how we got it, right? And that was done through failure. And I would just think about different stories of Steve Jobs and Mike Zuckerberg, saying his name probably wrong, and different people who have reached this magnitude of extreme wealth or what we view as society's wealth. I think about all the failures that they have been through. And I thought about that. I was thinking about small businesses and the different things that we do just as people trying to get to our next level. And it's like, at what point do we prepare or even budget for those low comings or those shortcomings, right? Because perfection does not exist. And in order to live in a perfect world, you're going to exhaust yourself so much that you're going to fail already just trying to be perfect. And when I was brainstorming, I was writing these things down. I'm like, I'm getting somewhere with this, right? Like, I'm really getting somewhere. Like, I need to make this topic and really talk about this thing we don't talk about of us literally exhausting ourselves and overexerting to achieve a visual to put out as, perfe as perfection. Because I literally, in my heart, don't even think that people in their own skin and the privacy of their own homes, I don't even think they even put that much effort into what they're putting out in the public world, right? Unless you're like me, of course, that's dealing with your OCD and you overdo it. But y'all get what I'm saying? It's kind of a thing of where it's like, we are almost, we can't be ourselves around people. We can't be them in our relationships. We can't have them in our career lives. We are so stuck on creating this image and doing this thing that is so over overstimulating that it stops us from our overall growth as people and as humans and is being seen in multiple magnitudes of different things that we're doing. So um, going back to like being a person with OCD and those different type of experiences that we have, a lot of people see it um, through different mediums. Right. So to take in 1000 pictures to find a good one. Right. Or the I have to do this a certain way or my success won't come or believing that because the fact you didn't get it your right time or you didn't make your right amount of sales or that you didn't do this or your algorithm or your views are lower, this, 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 that, and other right things that we cannot control, hence that we cannot control. We're exhausting ourselves to still try to do these things when we know for a fact that we cannot control what happens. Like, for example, I recorded this podcast last week, or I think it was last week, but it had got deleted, right? The old me, oh my God, it's throwing off my thing. I'm supposed to do it every two weeks. It needs to be released on this Friday. Because it's not released on this Friday, my views are going to go down, right? And these are all the things that are going on in my head, right? But because of the fact I'm in therapy and I'm growing it, when I say you all, I felt such a bliss of saying, you know what? I just couldn't do it. And it's fine. And I'll get back to it when I can. Right. I'm like, people going to be messaging me like, where's the podcast at this week? Or why didn't you drop it? No one did that. I'm not saying no one cares like that, but no one cares. Like life still went on. 
things still progressed. I'm here recording the episode and things went on, right? But the old me and even me when I have my low days, I get into this habit of just having to do everything just right. And if it's not just right, it equals my failure. And because of the fact I failed, this is not going to work. And this is, this is, that and the other, right? And it becomes so exhausting to us that we are not able to just live our lives in a level of contentment, in a level of comfortability because we're so on edge all the time and it is not healthy. Like I cannot explain it any much clearer than it's not healthy and it's killing us. And it may not be killing us now where we're dead by tomorrow, but it's like a slow kill. And I don't think we have this conversation enough of how much this grind culture really impacts and impairs us on a level that we don't see it yet. Right. So right now we're young and we have the physical ability to do, but once we get to the point where like you are not even able to be at peace with yourself because you're not overworking or you're overworking so much that you don't even see the fruits of your labor or you're overworking so much to where you're doing so much that you're doing nothing. And I think that's what a lot of us are doing. Right. We're doing so much that we're doing nothing um, because of the fact that we are just all over the place and we're just doing too dang on much. And I feel like we look at this and we kind of compartmentalize that. It's like, oh, only some people have that problem or that's something that this person did because they did this. But no, it's a everyone thing and it's a society thing because we're starting to and we're we really have moved from starting to. We are at the point where we are conformed. Um, to think that this is truth and this is the truth that we know it to be so that if we aren't working if it's not done in a perfect way we won't see the success we are not capable we are not doing enough and it's only because we've been told these things and better yet not only have we've been told these things we see what everyone else is doing and we look at that is that's what it is right and it's hard for me as well and I'm only saying it because I'm I'm conscious of this so it's something I work on deliberately but I'm really starting to feel for the people who don't even know that these type of things exist and how much the overstimulation of the perfect culture. I'm going to start calling it perfect culture, right? This perfect era is starting to just be ridiculous. And I made a post. So y'all know right now the new thing is in. And the girls are going to kill me for this. I know y'all are, but don't kill me too much. Um, this soft girl era. I hate it. I hate all the eras. I hate um, once a new trend comes in, that's the new thing. They go after it. We're starting to literally morph into new people every single week. Literally every week. It's a new drink we got to have because it's popular. It's a new word we got to use because it's popular. Um, It's a new way we got to dress because it's popular. It's the new this. It's the new this. It's new this. I can't keep up with the trends because that's really all that it is, right? It's not a new way of life because if it was a new way of life, you wouldn't need Instagram, TikTok, or any other social media to validate it because it's really who you are. Like when I thought about the word and I had to look it up on Urban Dictionary because I really wanted to know like where are we supposed to view this soft girl era is and I started to look up the hashtag and look up how people were using it and I was literally stunned. Right. Why is being a normal person? Why do we have to put this label on it? Like what you already should be doing. Right. Oh, my soft girl era is I'm done with the toxicness. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm flourishing. I need my luxury life. We're starting to use so many words um, that don't mean what they mean for a look. And I'm like simply tired of it. Right. Like next week it'll be I'm back on my toxic stuff and I'm just in Laboyed up. Right. But last week I was just in my soft girl era. It's becoming to the point where we are literally whoever the world tells us to be. And we're losing insight. And more so losing insight, we don't even know how to go back to who we originally were anymore. And it's starting to get scary because it's like if you're not in your soccer area, then you're not perfect. Right. Because you're still on the last thing or you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing at this moment of time. 
And I'm really starting to question it more as I'm starting to see how easily we are able to like just remote ourselves, right? Like we sugar, you was just toxic last week, but now you on this this week. And then next week you back on that because she posted this, right? And as I think about that, I start to go a little bit deeper. I'm like, how come we don't do that to ourselves? How come when we fall and we realize it's a new thing we want to do, we want to leave that alone? Why can't we do that? Why can't we go against not being perfect or maybe you were perfect at this moment but now things are changing and you can't be perfect anymore and that's okay right but we don't know how to tell ourselves that for some strange reason we could point it out in others we do it implicitly without saying we're doing it but yet when it's time for us to really put in the work to make those different things that will cause us to have different behaviors or different patterns or to do right we somehow get lost and I'm seeing it more and more and more. And it was crazy when I saw a, um, a Twitter post. It was like, um, now I'm not saying it verbatim, um, but you all can understand when it was like the white girls are stopped, are done, stop trying to be black and they're going back to their white selves. I think it was something about like Chloe or one of their Kardashians taking their butt implants out or whatever butt things they have in and they're starting to like more like their natural white selves that they were supposed to be or something like that. It had me thinking like, Okay, but if we've looked at them all these years, and not we as me as myself, because I'm not a big um, Kardashian fan, but just how we look at like that's the image, right? You have your 20 something inch waist, you have your 30 to 40 inch hips, you have the big tits, you're, you have this it girl, right? But it's like now that they're coming out of that, and so many people have looked at that as the level of perfection, right? Does your level of perfection now change to what they're now becoming or now what they want to be again? Or it's like, did you end up loving this person who you were now because you spent so much time trying to create this thing? And as I think about it, it's like, that's what I'm talking about when I say like this just right and this perfectionism. It's not even almost perfectionism. It's the idea of we want to follow after the people that get the clout, the people that get the attention, the people that get the love that we think we don't deserve or that we don't know how they got it or we think we are not worthy of. Do we want to be their clones and in their shadows or are we literally just trying to create perfectness so that people will look at us as people that have it all together to follow after them, right? And it gets crazy because it's not really a black or a white and that's the thing right it's a gray area and in life and in being humans we have so many gray areas and it's natural gray areas right it's like you don't know if the person to your left or to your right is paying attention to you when you're driving right it's room for gray area all over but yeah for some strange reason when it comes to us and I see a lot in physical right in the physical um I see it as a how we pick our careers doing things we don't want to do but it's a perfect image right and it's the perfect way people think you should be doing based off these things right and it led me to a thing I was talking about with my best friend over this thing of like, is it really a truth or is it just your version of what you believe is truth? Right. Because technically, is there really a such thing as like an absolute truth? Because we all have our different truths. So it's like, is one better than the other or is it just that we all have our different truths that we are living at? Or maybe is there not even a such thing as a truth? It's just the way we are living our lives. And I thought about that in terms of like perfection and what we do. In terms of our jobs, in terms of the things that we love, how we date, thinking about unconventional relationships, thinking about how we decide to move, right? Why do we follow perfection and instead, why don't we follow trying to just exist and exist in a comfortability and a comfort, a comfort level that's true to actually who you are? And I think why we don't do this is because we really do not know how to get to who we are. And it's scary to say, but like, we really do not know 
who we are, why we are, or what we want. And when you're confused on your purpose, your passion, or how you want to live, you become someone that just follows what you view as perfect. And not because you know it as perfect, but because it's what the mass tells us. So you're more so a mass follower, not someone that's going after perfection. You're going after what you don't know because you're lost from within. And I know I'm going deep and I was talking about it, but it's that deep. And I feel like we need to really go deeper and look at it just on like, oh, I think this is cute or I think this is the no. You view this person or this thing or this it as something that is um, flawless, right? They're not worthy of critique or these are the people or the things that get this attention or this, this, that, other. But you don't know people like me exhaust myself every single day to put on this image, right? You don't know it irritates when people say, oh my God, you're so perfect or this, that, and other. Because I'm trying so hard to combat that and fight against it, right? And just because someone is doing better than you does not mean that they're perfect. They're just doing more than you. That's it. <laughs> like, I think we need to say that honest truth. No one is perfect. No one is doing some unnormal alien-like thing. They're just doing something different and it's working for them. But you don't know what works for you and what should work for you. So you're trying to do something that doesn't work for you and it's hurting you. And it's exhausting you to be someone or do something that is not safe and original to who you are or what you're supposed to be doing. And I know that's kind of deep, like, dang, girl, you really have went deep with that. But that's how I think we really need to think about it. And I want to challenge us to really Think about how do we get to this mind frame of what we think is worthy, what we deem is unworthy, uh, what we think we should be doing and really go to the root of it. Right. What is this scale that we've created? And is it unrealistic expectations that is killing us metaphorically and literally because we're dying to strive to be someone who we are not and sometimes who we just are not meant to be? And I feel like after so long of so much trying and so much this, you've done this, you've done this, you've done this. It's like. Hey, you still haven't got it. So it's like, at what point in time do we say, maybe this is not what works for me. And what I'm deeming to be perfect is something that is really taking away my peace, right? Perfection does not equal peace, period. Like, that's my thing and I'm sticking with it. Perfection does not equal to peace. Purpose leads to peace. When you find out what your purpose is, what you should be doing, what you identify as something that's passion filled that makes you feel whole, that's what you should be doing. So we need to stem away from this idea of perfection. Let's go to peace and purpose. And, I, you know, we all really like things. I just thought about the top of my head. But I was thinking about, like, what words could I say? And that's what I'm at. Like, let's take away perfection and let's bring back purpose. And I noticed, like, oh, my God, girl, things are perfect. I get it. Because I suffer with my own problems. I'm telling y'all I get it because I go through it. But I think at some point in time, we need to kind of skate away from it and scale back a bit. I might even say totally go against it all the way. I am, but I'm not because I know it's hard. But what I want us to do is to just be more conscious, be more aware and just scale back of having to fall into that norm or that thing of like, this is what I have to do because this is what a perfect person would do. Because in all honesty, anyone will tell you, yeah, your elders will tell you, pray to your ancestors, they'll tell you, God for sure going to tell you. And better than that, when, well, not better than that, but life will tell you that perfection does not exist. And through life, trials and tribulations and the different things that we've done, if you've been living here long enough, you can count, read, sleep, live and pay bills. You know, it don't exist. So it's like, why do you keep draining yourself and exhausting yourself to do something that will not ever happen? 
And once you start looking at life from that perspective and not looking at how can you overexalt and overexert to create this fake level of perfection, you will have a more meaningful life and you will live a life more so of ease, whereas you can flow and naturally go into those things where you should be doing. If you kind of ease back off yourself, let go of that image and that thing that's so down your back, you will be able to really find like your true meaning and your true purpose of being in life. So stop chasing that perfection and start going after that purpose and peace. Um, as you all know, this episode does come out on the 15th. I'm really excited. Um, this is July, which is my birthday month. So I'm really excited to say that as well. Um, so we'll have a special um, episode within the next two weeks. And I want to let you all go with tonight. We're just really spending this next time and spending these next couple of weeks before the next episode goes out. Really questioning, how did you get here? Do you like where you are? And are you going after your purpose or are you going after perfection? So until next time, I will see you all later. Have a great day and always remember to talk about the things we do not want to talk about.